When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We just could be out right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the final stop on the road to WrestleMania 36. You know, it's not going to be your traditional WrestleMania. It's not going to be what we're used to. There will not be any fans there. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to make the best out of it, folks. You know, before we get there, I got to do some housekeeping. Because you may be just tuning in to Break It Down with Brian H. Well, I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. Maybe tuning in for the very first time. So let me just remind you, please, first and foremost, thank you. And please, don't let this be your last. Simply Go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and subscribe there. But do yourself a favor. Turn the bell notification on right now so that you will always know when a new episode drops. And I promise you, I guarantee you, you will be entertained. Now, folks, um, like I said, WrestleMania... It's going to be different, but today we're going, let's just say tonight is broadcasting live, 10 o'clock, SmackDown just went off the air, and I'm going to go ahead and drop these on all social media platforms and tell people, go tune in right now, I am live, so if you're on Facebook, you can find me at Brian H. Waters, go to Brian H. Waters dash talk show, or go to Brian H. Waters dash B. Waters Productions, or just go to Wrestling Realm, but folks, I was doing some research and I found something interesting and I'm gonna pull this full screen and these are, and I'm not sure, I hope that you can see it. Uh, I got this off the Wikipedia page. I'll just let you know where I got it from, but I found it was interesting. Now everybody knows me knows I am a huge broadcast nerd. Uh, it's the reason why I love this craft. I love talking wrestling, but I've also been blessed to study the craft and 
I did my I did a paper on Jim Ross. So that should let you know how I feel. But they were talking about commentators and this graphic they have it full screen. I got it on the screen right there. Hopefully you can see it. Um I did a screenshot, so I don't know if you can see it, but they broke down the broadcasters and which WrestleMania they called. And one of the things I noticed was Carlos Cabrera is the longest reigning broadcaster. He's been there, been doing the Spanish commentating from 1995 all the way to the present. And I was like, wow, that's serious. Now, everybody may remember I went on my Michael Cole tangent a couple weeks ago, and I did say he belonged in the Hall of Fame of broadcasters. I don't care what you say. He is a, on my Mount Rushmore of commentators. This right here proves it. Michael Cole, he did WrestleMania 15 in 1999. And then in 2003 at WrestleMania 19, he would do every WrestleMania since then. And we, we even though we try to act like WrestleMania 27 didn't happen, he did double duty that night, unfortunately. I'm like, come on, y'all couldn't have gave Jerry a better match. But nonetheless, I thought that was huge, you know, and even longer than Jim Ross from what I'm seeing. Well, no, I think JR may actually have more uh I, I didn't take a chance to count but i'm looking at this bar graph i think jr may actually have more time on the mic but michael cole you know was longer we all know jr took a couple years off then there was the time well he did do 99 because he did austin and rocks match because of the request of stone cold steve austin he went away didn't do uh 13 14 15 or 16 2012 you remember he was just doing triple h and Shawn michaels the end of an i mean triple h and Undertaker, the end of an era match, but then he did seven, uh, 2017, which was uh, Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, another match that we thought was going to be over. And, you know, but nonetheless, I, so I just wanted to share that before I jumped right into the predictions of WrestleMania. So, without further ado, uh, hold on, I got somebody in the chat. I got to jump in. It's the Flex Zone. So, what's going to entertain me? is a Jimmy Seafood Steak Brother. Now, if I had to guess, if there's somebody talking about Jimmy Seafood, it has to be the one and only Roger Lee Heron. Now, of course, the Flex Zone makes up Andre, Roger, D, Cravante, Byron. Shout out to those guys. Everyone has been on the show except Cravante because he's not a wrestling fan. And quite frankly, Roger, because he's too scared. He don't want the smoke. Yeah, I said it. I know he's going to uh, say it either here or he's going to say it in a group chat. But I'm going to get right into it. WrestleMania predictions. I'm starting off Mandy, oh, excuse me, uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Otis. Now, they were trying to make it where Mandy Rose was up for grabs, and she said, No, I don't want that, Dolph. Do not do this. Interesting developments. If you did not see SmackDown, you missed it. They had somebody who had been watching Mandy and Sonya. And the night that the date was supposed to happen on Valentine's Day, where it was a date scheduled between Otis, who had to build up the nerve to ask Mandy Rose, could they go out? When that happened, Mandy, um, you know, she was getting ready, getting dressed, and she was texting. All of a sudden, Sonya grabs the phone. And she sent Otis a message 
And man, Otis was mad. Remember, she was like, Otis was late. But it was Sonya who took the phone and allegedly told her, you know, you just got to go with, 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 see, she the one text Otis. Hey, I'm assuming she said I'm going to be late. And then that led, then she would text Dolph. And then they had another camera showing, hey, you get what you want. I get what I want. But what is it? That man, uh, Sonya Deville wants. So this is going to be interesting here. On SmackDown, it was Dolph Ziggler versus Tucker. I was listening to my brothers at the Wrestling Marks of Excellence yesterday. They brought up a point. What if Tucker changes? Champ Creed believes that Tucker is the Marty Jannetty of the team. So what if he changes? But now... With these new developments, I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm very interested to see how this plays out. This is a match that's personal. And when I look at WrestleMania, now obviously it's WrestleMania season. That's what I've been doing. I've been spending time now. I kind of got to fast forward because I didn't get my WrestleMania 9 in yet. I ain't going to lie. But it's because now, you know, Saturday would be the day where I was definitely watch a lot of WrestleManias. But this Saturday, I'm going to be watching the real WrestleMania. But nonetheless, you have Otis. I mean, you have a personal vendetta. That's what I love about the, these WrestleManias. The matches should be personal. They should be either the big blow-offs or perhaps a start to a new season for some of these people. And I'm looking at this card, and guys, this if this was in Tampa, this would have been a hell of a card. I didn't think I was going to like it at first, to be honest with you. It's like, I think around January. Uh, no, you know what? Maybe around, yeah, probably around January I made the decision because I think Corey called me around October, November to see if I was going. And I think around January I said, you know what? I'm probably going to skip this one. And I was okay with it. But now I'm like, man, you know, I would have lo loved to have been at this one. Nonetheless, I'm looking at it and I said, yo, these matches are personal and we're going to get into it. So my official prediction now has slightly changed. I was going to go with Dolph sort of, but now I'm going, I don't know. I, I, I kind of think, I don't know. This ain't going to be over though, but I'm going to, you know, actually I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler because I think it's almost a teaser to go with Otis. But I'm, I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler. Otis will get it done, and, and Mandy will be left confused. Or Mandy won't be there, and that'll be a distraction. So, but moving on to the next match. The tag team championships are on the line. The Kabuki Warriors defending the titles against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. We've been, I've been saying there's been a potential heel turn in the making it's almost these tag titles don't need a reset they need some credibility so i don't think that heel turn comes right here in fact i think alexa bliss and nikki cross win the tag team championships back-to-back -back wrestlemanias where the titles change hands. The Kabuki Warriors, they may be the longest reigning champions at this point, but nobody really cares. And that's unfortunate. These titles need a reset, and it's going to happen right here. Moving on, this is another match that's real personal. Nice buildup. I'm looking forward to it. Of course, it's my guy, Daniel Bryan, looking for the second time in his career 
a chance to win the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. We saw him get beat down by Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn on SmackDown. And generally, that should be a given that he's going to win. But I don't think so. I think that... I honestly think that it's going to be a Daniel Bryan and um oh did I lose did I lose live but I, I honestly think it's going to be Daniel Bryan winning the uh championship here I, I could be wrong but I, I think so I think Daniel Bryan wins the title and we'll see uh but it's also I'm also thinking like this could be where Gulag changes on Daniel Bryan you know it would only make sense so who knows? Gulak could do it. He could turn on Daniel Bryan. This will be the time to do it, though. So, um, yeah, let's see. Oh, I'm just trying to make sure I got knocked out of my uh, studio on YouTube. All right. Now, this is a match that the empty arenas really hurts this one. Because this could be a good feud right here. And that is, um, and, and and that's this matchup between Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley. I think they could do some decent storytelling. I see Lana will be in this corner. I'm not sure how that would have worked with her involved, but just those two. Uh, but, hey, Bobby Lashley's getting a back-to-back match at WrestleMania. I'm going to go with Lashley to win this one. It, it, I, don't, I don't think Alistair No he has He has those lost I'm pretty sure Yeah he's lost a few matches I'm tripping But You know Last year he was in the Tag team championship match With Ricochet This year He still hasn't really Like found his footing He still hasn't found a way To really connect With the crowd And you know This obviously won't do him No favors In the end I do think Daniel Bryan I mean I do think Bobby Lashley wins this one uh, but I really wish there was fans in here. This will have a great presentation, though. And then we move on to the tag team championships. There's rumors out there that this match has changed. Miz Morrison taking on the Usos and taking on the New Day in a tag team ladder match. Uh, this, I want to know how you get the adrenaline going. So I'm gonna, I'm very interested to see how this is put together. In the end, I think the Miz and Morrison retain. I don't see them losing the championships. But did, did you guys see that rap uh, this past week on um, uh, this past week on YouTube, where uh, you had Miz and Morrison just <laughs> Miz and Morrison being two guys who were trying to be gangsters, quote unquote. Uh, check it out. I'm not like wasn't really impressed <laughs> but no nah, in all honesty I, I thought it was funny um let me see you know what I, I think i can roll that for you I, I, i've been working on some things here let me see if i can uh play this just a little bit of it Would be worthless. Nothing. How many small to take to make a dynasty in the doo doo? Mm. 
It only takes you two. Here we go. Oh, Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, come on. Ho, ho. Yeah, so that's Miz and Morrison. <laughs> hey, hey, ho, ho. Um, I'm just call it like it is. Two white guys who don't have rhythm trying to rap. It's funny. Uh, but you know, check it out. I I, I told y'all before. Fan of the Miz. Used to be a fan of Morrison. Very disappointed. We got a show coming up. Mm, we we it's coming up soon. Real Dwayne Allen and I, and uh, you, we had fun with that one. I'll just say. Um, and then, you know, rounding. Uh, oh no. Okay. Another match coming up next. Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. This is personal. This is uh, as personal as it gets. Kevin Owens is looking for that WrestleMania moment. He's looking because when you think back, he didn't win the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32, which was his debut. He has talked about being in the crowd at WrestleMania 31 for Seth Rollins' big moment. And, you know, these two go way back. 33, he had a match with Jericho. He won the United States Championship. But you can see, if you look at his the Kevin Owens 24, this was a bad match. And I remember being there and being excited for this, and it just fell flat, Chris Jericho. And, and Jericho's one of the all-time greats, but for whatever reason, his WrestleMania matches have never, like, really hit home except the one with Shawn Michaels. But this right here... Um, and then, you know, like I said, he won the title, but you saw him and Vince McMahon, and Vince said, no, he didn't like the match at all, and, and Kevin Owens looking like a sad puppy. Uh, 34, he was, what was 34? 34 was New Orleans. Him and uh, Sami Zayn, you know, that was all about Daniel Bryan's return to the ring, return to WrestleMania. 35, he wasn't present. So he's looking for that WrestleMania moment. I think this they will have a great match, though. But I think Seth Rollins is going to win. They've been harping on his um, his own one loss record. It seems like it would be a Kevin Owens victory, but I think Seth Rollins and his goons is going to be too much, and I think he leaves with the win. And then we have a tag team match for the tag team championships, the Raw Tag Team Championships, the Street Profits defending against Angel Garza and newly announced teammate, Austin Theory, man, Austin Theory, folks, new up and comer. It was just a few weeks ago. He's made an NXT uh, match with um, uh, Tyler Breeze, where he did lose. And I remember thinking, like, yeah, you know, he lost, but I, I, I like this dude. Nonetheless, Austin Theory, um, you know, yeah, Austin Theory. This is good for him, but I don't think, I really don't, I don't think that they're going to win the tag team championships. If this was a different situation, if this was, um, if this match, if there was a more of a story here, I would think so. But I just think the Street Profits hold on to it. Now, I did think when Andrade was in a match, he was going to win. But no, I just don't think so. And I was talking to my uncle, uh, Troy, and we was talking about this. And we even brought up, like, you know, there's rumors about crime time coming back. What if they did as much as I'm not going to lie? I would not like it. But 
what if you did see a a surprise where crime time came back and they was beefing with the street profits, you know? Who knows? But I mean those are two different gimmicks, you know. The street profits aren't thugs, they just party animals. So but I'm gonna go ahead and take a break, folks. Speaking of crime time, well actually, you know, it's not in this part, but I had an opportunity of a lifetime actually to speak with the one and only Caprice Coleman from Ring of Honor. Now, my first time I got a chance to see Caprice Coleman was with him and Cedric Alexander were a team and they were CNC Wrestler Factory and I was impressed. It was one of my favorite teams and I remember wishing they would win the championships. Unfortunately, they didn't, but take a look. Here's a preview where he talks about the first time he met Cedric Alexander. I'll be back after this. I remember when I got back in country, I called the people that I was normally working with and we were going over prices and, uh, and I give them my price and it was like, no, we, we want to pay you this much. I was like, what you mean pay me this much? <laughs> it was like, well, we can get, we can get Cedric Alexander for, for, for so-and-so, so-and-so. And I was like, well, get Cedric Alexander then. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and I, I called three or four places today and they, and I promised the guy, they was like, well, get, you know, we can get Cedric Alexander. And he was new. So he was, man, it was like peanuts. And I was like, well, we'll get Cedric Alexander. And I didn't even know who this dude was, but I hated him. <laughs> okay. Wow. Because <laughs> I was like, who is this little kid taking all my bookings? You know what I mean? And so then I was booked on a show with him. Uh, I want to say it was in Mount Airy or something. And um, I'm sure he had no clue who I was. And so I went there and, and I saw his name on the thing. I'm going to see who this kid is taking all my daggone bookings. You know what I'm saying? And so... I didn't even speak to him in the back. I just kind of like shook everybody's hand. I just like everybody. I didn't treat anybody different or whatever. He shook my hand. I was like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you or whatever. Just kept on about my way. So when his match came out at the curtain, like he was <laughs> checking his suit out. And I remember like 30 seconds, man, I was watching this dude. I'm like, he little. He, he, he all right. I mean, that was good. <laughs> and it was I was I was hooked on him, and I remember like he came to the back, man, and me and my brother, uh, Sweet Dreams, man, he, he came to the back. I was like, bruh, I was like, man, you got it. And he was like, thank you. So I didn't turn my microphone back on, so pardon me, but that was a great episode. Uh, I was honored and privileged to be able to speak with Caprice Coleman. Make sure. Uh, once you finish this episode go right there you ain't doing nothing anyway go right there on stay right here on youtube go to that interview i promise you you will be entertained we talked for almost an hour just about wrestling he talked about an opportunity when he was about to be in the wwe and tna so i promise you you know you'll want to check that out so moving on let's get back to wrestlemania Becky Lynch, the man defending the Raw Women's Championship against one Shayna Baszler. I, I beat this to death, so I'm not going to stick too much time on it. Those who have been returning members and subscribers, shout out to Antonio Banks and D. DeMars Die. 
and Terrence Williams and uh, quite a few other people. The thing is, folks, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Becky loses. I just, and, and maybe I'm buying into the whole, well, Vince McMahon isn't really, um, let's see. Okay. So yeah, so maybe I'm buying into the whole fact that Vince McMahon isn't really sold on Shayna. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But, and why isn't this receiving enough video? Okay, so YouTube and studio doing some crazy stuff. I'm just not fully sold on it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think, I understand what they're doing. And then I'm also getting in my head. Becky got knocked down last. So I don't think she went, uh, loses. I think Becky Lynch holds on to the championship at WrestleMania, and they will set up something big. Ronda Rousey will return, and Rousey will be the one to defeat her. Or Nia Jax. It could be Nia Jax. They said Nia Jax is going to be on Raw. What better way than to bring Nia Jax back than bring her back at WrestleMania? But I would love to see Shayna get it, but right now I'm just getting sort of those edge... Um, them edge WrestleMania 20, uh, yeah, WrestleMania 26 vibes, or, um, it's another, it's quite a few, but I don't know. Booker T, I just don't see it happening. Let's move on. King Corbin, Elias, another personal vendetta, getting rave square off at WrestleMania. Now, if there was a pre-show, this would be the place to put it. I ain't gonna lie. When we found out Roman Reigns wasn't going to be in the match, I thought this would have been perfect for Corbin. I mean, he had been wrestling with Roman all his time, but maybe they just didn't want to pull the trigger. Nonetheless, I think Elias wins this one. I mean, I think, um, I think Elias wins this. You know, I, I kind of got a lot of heels winning, but now it's, you know, it's got to be some babies winning too. Baby faces, that is. But yeah, I think Elias wins this. We'll see. And so let's move on. Charlotte Flair taking on Rhea Ripley for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. I said it the other day. I said that this match, really, it should have been Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair should be in this match. Bottom line, whether it's with Charlotte or whether it's uh, a one-on-one -on -one match. Nonetheless, this whole story changed. I think, I want to see how it turns out. The thing I like about it is we haven't really seen them in a ring that much. So I want to see how this turns out. We know Charlotte is pretty much on her way to being Miss WrestleMania. You know, Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania. Uh, Charlotte is on her way to being Miss WrestleMania. She's had more WrestleMania moments at this point than her dad. So I think that she doesn't win, but they will put on a great match. I, I think this match would be one of those low key, really good ones. And matter of fact, I think this is, yeah, this is, this will only be Charlotte's second singles matchup at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because yeah, she was in a triple threat and uh, a four way. Yeah. So this will only be her se uh, second um, triple threat. I mean, second singles match. Uh, moving on. Smackdown live women's championship we have bailey naomi tamina sasha banks and lacey evans this match will be for the SmackDown live women's title and 
I'm I'm going with I kind of think Bailey retains. Is it no? You know what? I'm gonna make. I, I gotta make official prediction, and it, it can't be Bailey, even though Tamina did give her a mean super kick. Uh, and her and Sasha show love. I, I think Sasha wins this. I think Sasha wins this match, and this sets up for something for them too. It's not gonna be that that quick. Oh, I don't like you, yada yada yada. But I think Sasha Banks beats Bailey. I mean, I think she pins somebody else. I think perhaps she pins Naomi or, or even pins Tamina. But I think that's what happens here. This should be really good, though. Um, I know it's going to be a five-way, so some people may think it will be a cluster. But I think this would be a good, a, a decent match. It won't be, you know, if you go by that star system, it won't be 10 stars, you know, especially it's not taking place in the Tokyo Dome. But I do think this would be a decent match. So don't sleep on it. Uh, moving on. This is a match that I'm very much looking forward to. This is Edge and Randy Orton, a last man standing match. It's going to be personal and it's going to be serious. You see the promos they're cutting. This is a match that these two guys have been cutting some killer promos while there's not been fans at the arena. These are two pros, and I think they're going out there. They're going to try to steal the show. And honestly, I think I think Edge wins. It, it, it would be a feel-good story coming back. It, but, you know, see, here's the thing, right? I picked mid, uh, I picked two years ago. Or was it three? Yeah, two years ago, WrestleMania 34. Uh, yeah, WrestleMania 34. I picked... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to defeat Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. I was wrong. People say, oh, you crazy. You think Daniel Bryan's going to lose in his first match? So think about it. And I was like, would Edge lose in his first match? I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know. But um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pick Edge to win. Yeah, I think. I, I want to pick Randy Orton. Maybe I'm getting in my head again. But... I'm going to pick Edge to win. Shout out to my boy, Glenn Thomas, listening in. He said Lacey should win the women's championship match. Oh, Glenn, you, you, you bring up a good point, but I just, I don't know, man. I I don't, I don't hate Lacey Evans, but I just don't know if, I don't know if she's the, I don't know. It's something, it's something about her. And I, I think she would serve well with a crowd, but it's just something something missing and i think like with her if she was the win with the crowd it would be one of those things where when she wins the championship her daughter comes in and celebrate and maybe like kicks sasha banks or kicks bailey in the head or something i know you don't want to promote like the violence but that you know that would be the kind of like because they insulted her so much so let's move on so yeah i'm going with i'm going with edge even though i'm kind of hesitant last man standing match i think edge wins but don't be surprised at the things Randy Orton will do. So, actually, and you know what? I'm going to take a break before I get into the final set of matches because, boy, oh, boy, I need to take a breath before I get there. I'll be back. Coming up, Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling, my other podcast, I have one of my favorite media personalities, the Jazz Williams. Here's a preview of that episode. My boss allowed me to take off without penalty if I would cover the parade while I was there. So I didn't cover it fully because obviously once you get there, I mean, the 
the service is bad, but he asked me to do call-ins to the station and, and to all those sister stations that were in the building and let them know what was going on. So I, I did do that in some regard. Um, but for the most part, I just kind of like relished in the day. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like I, it was different than working on TV where I had a photog there with me or something like that. I didn't. It was just, you know, I would do call-ins and let them know what I was experiencing and what it was like and stuff like that because Delaware is still relatively close to to Philadelphia so I mean we had to get there dumb early for the parade just to even be able to get close enough you know so and that was a it was a good time I wasn't I wasn't at work but I was also still kind of working so yeah most of my coverage was done on the internet and that's why people need to stop sleeping on the internet it was my tweets and my Facebooks and my you know followers and station followers would be able to keep up with it there so that was that was kind of a whirlwind really and I'm back, folks. Just want to remind you, make sure you subscribe to the Wrestling Realm right here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, Anchor, and I'm looking right at it and I can't, Pandora's Podcast. Also, those same places, you can get Breaking Through the Glass Ceilings. This Sunday before WrestleMania, download it, check it out. You can catch Jazz Williams. And if you miss some a few episodes, make sure you check them out. You know, it's WrestleMania season. I got to promote this show. I got my boy David Shealy on the podcast. He is a reporter in Knoxville, Tennessee. A few episodes back, he talks about the time he met Kane and covering Kane. And, you know, if Kane would have gotten inducted in the Hall of Fame this year, Perhaps he could have been there. So make sure you check that out. Now, as we say, this is the go home part of Break It Down with Brian H. As we get right into it. So that's a boneyard match between The Undertaker and AJ Styles. Here's the thing. WWE, this graphic is, I like what you're doing here, but we all know. We're not getting this Undertaker. We're going to be getting the one with a bike. The one who will probably have a pole of some sort. We're going to get the real, the, the guy that's more like Mark Calloway than the, the you know, the Ministry of Darkness. And I can't wait for that, folks. I, I think this match right here, Undertaker you know, it, this is a match you never thought you would see. If you would have said 10 years ago, Undertaker, AJ Styles at WrestleMania, you would have probably said that AJ Styles isn't even in the Undertaker's league. I bet you you would have said that. You would have said he's not in his league. He's not facing the Undertaker. But nonetheless, he is. And in this match, I, 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 think, I think Undertaker wins. But... Don't be surprised if AJ Styles wins because Undertaker said bring your goofballs. But I, I hate to say this. I don't think as much as like as much as Vince McMahon and WWE love AJ Styles, I don't think they're giving him this one. I could be wrong, but I don't. Let me know. What do you think? I don't think they're giving him this match. I don't think they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to give him you know a win over the Undertaker. I mean, you look at it. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, two golden boys beyond golden. You know, two guys who can pretty much do whatever they want. Now, you might hear stories of Brock. I mean, clearly we saw after WrestleMania 34 when he threw the belt, Brock abuses that power more than Roman would. But still, I don't see this one happening. 
Um, but in the end, I'm picking Undertaker. He wins this. Let's move on. Um, all right, there we go. It's now official. The dirt sheets have reported it, but now when they put it on a graphic and they show it on TV, it's official. Goldberg would be defending the Universal Championship against Braun Strowman. Ah, oh, man, oh man. I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks and folks, I'm going to put this on paper. Braun Strowman is leaving WrestleMania, the new WWE Universal Champion. Now, this is going to be one of those moments where Braun has to, it's kind of like a sink or swim now and never type of ordeal. It's like, all right, we're going to put the title on you, but you better show up. And, and you know, as I'm, I'm sitting here, right, ironically, I kid you not, didn't do this on purpose. So... I have quite a few Funko Pops. Matter of fact, I just got this bad boy. New Andre the Giant one. Walmart exclusive. I got it on Amazon. But new Walmart exclusive. So, I got a bunch of them. They surrounded here. Um, and I'm not behind the camera, so I can't show you. And I'm, quite frankly, directing and producing the show myself, so I can't have somebody turn around. And as I'm looking, because it's past the camera, I noticed that, ironically, I had Braun Strowman and Goldberg's pop next to each other. And this is the WrestleMania match. This is the SmackDown main event match. And, yes, I am going with Braun Strowman to win the WWE Universal Championship. Quite frankly, I believe because even though I was saying if anybody should have been Baron Corbin as much as people wouldn't like it, he would draw the heat. I don't think they think it's believable. And I also don't think, I think it's a way to protect Goldberg for future matchups. Like, is anybody really going to believe that Baron Corbin and in this case, losing to Roman Reigns a gazillion times in a row could beat Goldberg. Now, I ain't gonna lie, this is kind of disappointing. Because if we was gonna have Goldberg in a match, if we had to have him as our champion, it would have been good to see and interesting to see the spear versus the spear. Goldberg taking the spear, going up against um, Roman Reigns. Unfortunately, we're not getting that. So, but I do, I got Goldberg, uh, I got Braun Strowman winning this. Uh, and I want to see what happens. It could be some sort of swerve. It could be some sort of favors cashed in. But, again, and when Braun Strowman wins, where do you go from here? Now, this could come full circle. I want to take you guys back to something. Remember when Roman Reigns relinquished the title because of his leukemia? And they said we was going to get uh, Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. And Braun said he was going to win the title. And then... After Roman Reigns beat leukemia, he was going to give him a shot. Here we go. Now is the time. Braun Strowman wins the title. Roman Reigns, obviously, is not wrestling, choosing to protect himself because of COVID-19. Now is the time for him to get that match with Braun for the championship. So, we're going to see. Another match coming up, John Cena versus The Fiend. If you saw SmackDown, if you saw the exclusive WWE.com or WWE social media clips, you saw John Cena pretty much get personal with The Fiend. He's not taking Bray Wyatt serious. He even called him Husky Harris. Um, so this is going to be fun, but 
this is the fiend. The fiend's going to win this one. I, I I just don't see John Cena winning this. Um, no offense, but this is this match has the fiend all over it. He will do something, and John Cena will go away for a while. And then the final matchup, the match that I believe should be the main event of the evening or the second night. The match I believe is the match that's we've always looking forward to in some way, shape, or form. And that is Drew McIntyre taking on Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. This right here has the WrestleMania moment all over it. And I'm going with Drew. Finally, my guy is going to get it done. I was a Drew McIntyre fan back in the early 2010s. I was disappointed when his career kind of went elsewhere. He came back bigger, stronger than ever before. If you check him on the Wrestling Marks of Excellence podcast, he said to Corey and Glenn, he said when he came back, these guys was not the way they didn't have that same type of attitude. They weren't the type of guys that was serious. And Drew McIntyre is not only going to win the championship, but he's going to restore that diehard order in the locker room. And that's what I'm looking forward to, folks. I want to see what's going to happen. Drew McIntyre for WWE champion. Get ready. This is going to be a moment. And best to believe WWE is going to make this moment look and feel like a big deal because and you look at Brock. Now, Brock's been playing. He's, you know, and I said, and I haven't done it yet. I ain't gonna lie. I haven't done it. I said it a couple of days ago that I was actually gonna go back and watch his match with Dean Ambrose. Maybe I just couldn't draw myself to do it. But when Brock is invested, man, you get something special. And, and, and that's what you're gonna get right here. I'm excited. Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, these guys are gonna beat that living hell out of each other and i can't wait get the drew mcintyre funko pops get them ready get the action figures start printing get the wrestlemania moments i kind of wish he was a heel but you know what drew ain't that bad of a baby face he's really not so remember when hulk hogan said shout out to drew being a um heel real heels and everybody called him out on twitter so but folks that is going to do it on this episode of Break It Down with Brian H., the final episode as we get ready to go in to WrestleMania. WrestleMania's tomorrow. So make sure you tune in. And you know what? Make sure you stay tuned right here on the Wrestling Realm YouTube channel. Make sure you are subscribed. Because nine times out of ten, I'm going to come live tomorrow and I might just have a special guest. So we shall see, folks. Until the next time, I'm Brian H. Waters, folks. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, get ready right now. Check out the interview I did with Caprice Coleman. I promise you will be entertained. I got tons of content. And I'm going to just say this. I'm going to give you a little teaser. Folks, you ready? The next episode of the Wrestling Realm is finished. So you get ready because the real Dwayne Allen and I, we got something cooking. The, the, the meal has already been put together. It's already been in the microwave. 
and a plate is getting ready to be served. Until the next time, happy WrestleMania weekend. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.